Welcome to Values Over Vanity. This is your girl Francia, aka Franny B. And this episode will be called Be Fearless. This morning I was reading, um, I was on Twitter and I was reading a tweet um, from this guy who was a part of a panel and it was a discussion can't fully remember what the full discussion was but he re- he realized that people he asked a question he realized that people were afraid to speak so yes he was talking about injustices in the world and why why don't more people speak up um why don't more more people speak up about their experience what they have seen and um how can this go about supporting the people, places, or things that he knows that injustices are being being done to? And he asked that question, and no one, everybody was kind of hesitant in the room to speak. And he spoke about an experience that he has noticed, and it had to do with the royal family. Um, with Harry and Meghan, I'm a huge fan of no, I'm a huge fan of those them, that couple. I truly believe that they're like love personified, and for some reason they're being given a bad rap. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I see people as perfect because everyone have things about themselves, but I realize that there's a lot of um, negative negativity surrounding them in the media. And when something something negative is happening in the media, the masses follow it. It's like we really are sheep just repeating what we are told and not what the person is telling us. And I realized that with Megan, her reputation has gone from before meeting Harry to from someone that was always kind and compassionate, doing charity work, going to places to help people, um, to someone that is a narcissist, that is a bully, that is um, a grifter and all kind of different things and how she lured, basically conned Harry into marrying her and she always wanted to be a princess and, and there's a whole bunch of different aspects that I think was created about her after she became married and and he was talking about the treatment between her and the couple harry and megan and andrew who um was accused of like sex with a minor he actually paid off i guess they said 12 million pounds to his accuser last year and you know people are not really people are treated harry and megan worse than they do andrew he's not in the news as much and you know, after he mentioned the comparison between the treatment of Harry and Meghan and Andrew, um, people actually started seeing, talking, people actually started agreeing with him. And and he said that he noticed that there's always a silence, a fear to speak your truth, to speak what you have been told, what, what you see, um, because you were afraid that you would be, I guess, punished or you know blackmail or blackball or harm and 
for some reason in the UK, they, they, they talk about like freedom to speak, but a lot of pe- people are, a lot of people don't speak because they know other people's experience of if they speak up, especially against the royals, something negative will happen to them. So I started to journal about this whole situation and and I always, um, since I started waking up to myself and looking at myself in the mirror, I always realized that I was always afraid to speak. I, I didn't like my voice, so I ne- never really, you know, wanted to speak. And since 2020, um, 2018, um, I had an experience where I really had to stand up for someone, stand up for myself and, and really speak what I was seeing. And I felt so free, you know, to finally see, to see something that, to observe something, not judging it because I'm I'm on this mission right now, not to judge things, but to observe and assess. And we may be using judgment in such a wrong way as well. Uh, for me, it's just assessing a situation and coming up with with what I am seeing presented in my face, not judging it to the point where I I am demonizing the whole situation, but looking and seeing. Is this hurting someone? What am I thinking? How am I thinking about these people? How am I thinking about this situation? How am I thinking about this place? And am I viewing it in a negative space? So um, this whole conversation was, I realized that we all need to be a little bit more fearless. We all need to stop burying our heads in the sand, turning the other cheek and really facing our fears, looking at what we really are afraid of and and this is for me as well just pushing forward without without worrying about the outcome um speaking our truth in a positive way and not not to demonize anyone and to point fingers and say that's wrong and you know like look and see where we can make a change i was talking to my friend this morning i'm reading this book this audiobook conversations with god and by Neil Donald Walsh. And this book is so life-changing. This book is so amazing. If you get an opportunity, please listen to the audiobook or YouTube have it for free called Conversations with God. And it really was this man, he was at the end of his ropes. He was so upset um, with his life. He was close to 50 years old, had nothing going for him. Basically, he didn't see himself having nothing about to be homeless, was homeless actually for a little bit, Uh, lost his job, Um, relationship was going downhill. So one night he said that he sat down at around 3 a.m. He sat down at his table and he started to write these questions. He was so frustrated. He was so angry with God. He was like, I'm half, almost half in my life, 50 years, almost 50 years old. And I have nothing. What is this? Like, I've done everything right in my eyes. I went out there and I got the job. I had the home. I had everything. But now I'm losing everything. Like, what is this? How am I supposed to be? I've been kind. I've been compassionate. I help people. I did all these things. And now... Uh, close to 50 years old I'm losing everything I have nothing what do you want basically he started asking God what do you want from me 
and as he was writing all these questions angrily if you if you listen to them all the book or read the book you will hear the questions he asked he asked all of these different questions and as he was right every question he asked it felt like god was answering him so he was dictating all the questions that he asked he was dictating all the answers so over um i think he said over six years but he did one book and then over six years he read he wrote he wrote this series called conversations with god and there were it's a three-part book and such an amazing book oh my goodness and in the book and in one of the conversations god says we never die we are eternal beings our our, our physical our physical body may be gone but our spirit still lives on so we basically move on from where we are at and i kind of could attest to this because i remember one morning i was driving to work and um my car spun out on some black eyes and i hit a tree but i never panicked or anything i just went with i just closed my eyes and went with the flow of where the car was going and i shut my eyes and took a deep breath and I don't know how long it felt like time stood still and I came through my body came I opened my eyes and I was alive and and I continue on and I and I don't know if everybody anyone else has experienced that in the near-death experience but it's really like you've you've died but you you regain consciousness and you've moved on so anyone that died i feel maybe don't know that they're dead and they continue or maybe they do and they have to continue their mission i really don't know what it is but if you listen to conversations with god you will hear you would hear exactly um the whole conversation so it made me it made me want to start speaking my truth more like really observing what i'm seeing going on with myself and how i have hindered myself and made myself not be free and then blame others for not having that freedom and how i have how i view the world and what i see going on even in the u.s with with this gun rights and everybody have this claim of these guns and we have a right to guns but if people are using these guns to go into schools and uh, kill or even mass shootings and everything like that there have to be some form of regulation regarding this is common sense you know it's common sense it's like there's common sense in all of our lives but I guess there's some people that don't have that perspective. They just see things through one lens. And we all have come to some point in our life where we, where we only look at things through one lens. We don't look at, okay, the bird's eye view of things. And for me, it's now looking at the bird's eye view of everything that I do. And meaning I don't just come up with something and say, that that's it. I see a point, I, I look for another point of view and say, 
okay this this it can also be this way as well or it can also be this way or, and then just assess all of it i was talking to my friend this morning from the uk and she is a nurse she's a clinical um nurse uh, uh, and you know she we, she was talking about we were talking about assessments um and judgment and how she assess a page a patient and how somebody else will come in and assess the same patient different and and we and we come up with this 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 word of multi assessment process meaning not just hear one point of view or one person's quote unquote assessment but looking at all assessments whether it is in looking at all things in politics okay the democrats have this to say the republicans have this to say the independents have this, this to say because they, they have to be truth in everything that that all three branches see there have to be truth in all of it and is there a way that we can work with all three of these truths to to make everybody be included in some way because i realize there's such a separation in ourselves from other people's views and that's where argument comes into play that's where um conflict and anger and and alienation comes in segregation comes into play you know what i mean suppression and oppression comes into play so that's where fear and that's where fear comes into play as well because in conversations with god god said there's fear or there's love and the highest of them all is love because in fear there's a love there that you're afraid of losing your comfort because you love your comfort you're afraid of losing your life because you love your life you're afraid of losing someone that you love like you know there's there's certain different things and all of it is love love trumps fear right but i i'm realizing more and more this world is so fear based that the first emotion that comes out instead of love most likely is fear and fear of speaking up because something that you may see and that you may want to make a change in you don't want to be the only one that speaks up because you're afraid of being alone but i think that's the whole point of being that change agent is that you 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 are fearless you become fearless in who you are you become fearless to go after your dreams and your goals like the more i spend time with myself and not others the more i recognize was holding me back from fear because i'm judging myself so harsh and how i supposed to look and how i supposed to act and how how i supposed to speak i hold myself back because i'm judging myself so hard and being afraid that others are going to judge me so i have to be fearless in everything and i know i talk about being fearless in a previous podcast a couple of years ago but as you're growing and evolving and changing you have a different perspective a different way of looking at fear and that's the beauty of you evolving as a person you growing and changing as a person because i was on a a call a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about something bible related and i said you know we keep going back 
in the Bible and looking at certain things in the Bible, forgetting that this Bible was written 2,000 years ago. And we have to recognize that a lot of the interpretation that was made back then, we can't really fully apply now because our situation, our thing, times and things have changed. So we have to start looking at the Bible through a, a new lens. Like the lessons are the same, but as human beings, we are we, we are supposed to be evolving. We are supposed to be looking at things different. And this lady said, you know, we have to be careful of how we are using this word evolve because human beings are always going to be human beings and they don't evolve. And you, we, I said, for me, evolution is awareness. Being aware of something in from the past that you're seeing different now, you're looking at it different. That's evolution and doing things different. You could have, in the past, you could have experienced being in a relationship that, you know, you had red flags and because you never had the awareness of those red flags before you thought that those were normal but now going into a new relationships and you're seeing the, the same red flags you're more aware that these are red flags and you're not gonna you're not gonna go down that road again that's how you evolve as a person evolution doesn't mean that you're turning into this human being with three arms and five eyes and, a, and two heads and and that's another way that I, I realized that we are so stuck as human beings in the way that we think that we think that evolution is a physical change. For me, evolution is a mental change. What are we suppressing in ourselves, our gifts and our ability that God has given us because we are afraid of change. We are afraid to evolve. But if you're present to know that you're changing every single day based on your experiences, new experiences, new conversations, new awareness, that's how you evolve. You, you're going to places that you've never been before, bringing new awareness to you, new experience. That's you evolving. You are totally different than you were when you were five years old, 20 years old, even 40 years old. old. The whole purpose of life is not to stay stagnant and be the same in fear. The, 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 the whole purpose of your, our lives is really and truly to evolve, to change, to be fearless, to know that we are we really are one in the same. And we do have fears. Fear is a natural emotion. But we can also transmute that fear into love, recognizing that in each moment you have you, you, if, if you if you are too consumed in fear the the path that you are will go down to will be fear based but if you take that fear and transmute it into love into something that is positive you can help so many other people like being fearless doesn't mean that you're you're, you're not you're not going to be afraid afraid being fearless means you are afraid, but you're still going to do it anyways. Right? With the hope, with the hope and understanding that you are going to, you, you're doing something that you want to do regardless of if you're fear, fr frightened or not. Because it's for your highest good. And I'll, I'll leave you with this. I'll leave you with this, this, this. Be fearless in everything that you do. As the guy said, when I, at the, the conversation that I first started out with the guy speaking at the, on the panel, he said that what he realizes people don't speak and not speaking is like 
having a house on fire and going to the next corner and going to the, and, and being in that corner and the fire started over on that side and then you you move and you go on another fire not trying to out the fire but just leaving the fire to burn and burn and burn on all parts of the house and now the whole house is on fire and you and you don't have nowhere to go this is what is happening on this earth i'm realizing it's like we keep turning a blind eye to all of the injustices in the world meaning our whole planet is on fire basically and we don't want to say you know what the planet is on fire let's do something to, about it let's come together as a community as a world and out these fires whether it is in climate change whether it's racism whether it's sexism whether it's classism xenophobia you know what i mean all the isms that we have separated ourselves fr- with is what's hurting us in this world and if and it is not about a judgment it's about assessing it i've watched i've observed i've seen how we have really separated ourselves from each other based on class color race creed religion even religion has separated us christian is better than muslim better than hindu better than sikh better than buddha like all of these different things recognizing that it's the same source of love that we are going to but there's always a group some people in a group some people in a group that can make that group people generalize and stereotype the whole group and become afraid of that group and it is up for the group to stand up and say this is not us there's some people in this group that is not for this group because you're making the group look bad this is exactly what happens in christianity we, we, we hypocrisy people are not showing up at the church because a lot of people in the church and i've observed this are judgmental and when you, church is supposed to be a safe space for people that are, are out here it's supposed to be a safe space for people who feel not included and when you're going into a space and being excluded you make it you you, you are setting the example of what god is I don't want to go off on that tangent because that's another big conversation that I will have at another time. But we really have to observe what we are accepting as a group of people, individually, me as a woman, as a black woman, as a professional, as an entrepreneur, as a Christian, as as a citizen of Canada, but also a nationality of Barbados. How am I being an example for all of, the, all of those things that I'm a part of? What am I seeing? What am I doing? And all of this is, is for me is always to be fearless in all of it. In love. Fearless in love. Not fearless in fear. Fearless with more fear. Doing things that I love doing for not only myself but for others so i'm gonna leave it at at that today um i hope you're having a blessed day thank you so much for listening to values over vanity this is your girl her friend sia aka franny b thank you and be fearless today bye